Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation? But not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app slash breadbox. This, our Mother of the Eucharist production, is made possible by you. If you would like to support us by donating, click the Give Online tab at the top of our website, ourmothereofthecharist.org. Thank you and God bless you. Welcome to Shades of Blue. All that is good, all that is true, all that is beautiful, all that is holy, all that is pure, all that is virtuous, all that is merry. This is Out of the Blue with Sister Carista Maria and Sister Mary Claire. So friends in Christ, um, for a while now, all of us have uh, seen in one way or another in different ways about the impeachment, impeachment uh, trial uh, for President Trump. And we just saw a lot going on with this. And now we see the acquittal so of President Trump. And so many of us will say, oh, now we're going to have peace and security. It's all good now. We won. Wrong. Wrong. This is not the way that the Lord is desiring us to think. And we can't, can't put our peace and security in the government. As even he himself said, Trump said, put our trust in God, not the government. So it reminded me of this verse because a lot of people are saying that now. Peace, security now after the acquittal. No. In Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians, we hear this. For you yourselves know full well that the day of the Lord will come just like a thief in the night, while people are saying, there is peace and security. Then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. Why do I say this? Because we always have to be aware. We always have to be in that stance of repentant hearts in that stance of God have mercy on me a sinner have mercy on my country have mercy on the world Jeremiah 6 14 it says they have healed healed the brokenness of my people superficially saying peace peace but there is no peace so which brings me to share with you about the prophecies of Our Lady of Fatima which has been approved by the church. And um, 
This happened in 1917. For those of you that don't know, uh, the Blessed Mother appeared to three children, Francisco, Jacinta, Lucia, in uh, Fatima, Portugal, in 1917. And uh, I will share, share with you what St. Pope John Paul II wrote in a homily that he gave May 13th, 1982, one year after the attempt on his life. He was shot and he survived and he gave credit to Our Lady. And so in 1982, he went in person to Fatima, Portugal, got the bullet that shot him and put it in the crown of the statue of Our Lady of Fatima. He gave a most fantastic homily. I suggest that you Google it and that you you Google uh, Pope John Paul II's uh, May 13th homily, 1982, in Fatima, Portugal. Read the whole thing. I'm giving, giving, giving you just a little bit of it. But it goes like this. He says, The minor chastisement prophesied at Fatima, if not averted by prayer and penance, will come by way of heresy and schism entering the church. Okay, I'm seeing right now, he didn't say that. This is part of the prophecy of Fatima. Now, isn't that the truth? We're seeing the schism in the church already, and especially coming from Germany. And we're seeing the heresy that is, that is already in Holy Mother Church. So this, this should like um, uh, validate those who are saying, what is going on in the church right now? And what kind of heresies are going on in the church right now? Because Our Lady of Fatima said this would happen. And so this is um, what Mary says uh, to the children. She says, you have seen hell. And this is the children's vision of hell. That's the first secret of Fatima. You have seen hell where the souls of poor sinners go. To save them, God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate heart. If what I say to you is done, many souls will be saved and there will be peace. This is the kind of peace that we are longing for. Not just an absence of war, my friends, but a peace, that abiding peace that only can come from God. And so Mary is saying this, if, if, see, God wishes to establish in the world, she says, devotion to my immaculate heart. God is wishing this. If what I say to you is done, many souls will be saved and there will be peace. Devotion to her immaculate heart is devotion also to the sacred heart because the two are inseparable. So on May 13th, uh, 1982, this is the homily of St. Pope John Paul II. Beautiful. This is part of it. In the light of a mother's love, we understand the whole message of the Lady of Fatima. The greatest obstacle to man's journey towards God is sin. Perseverance in sin. And finally, denial of God. Isn't that where we're at right now, brothers and sisters? Many in denial of God. But it takes three steps to get there, he's saying. The greatest obstacle to man's journey towards God is sin. 
perseverance in sin, living in sin, and finally, denial of God. The deliberate blotting out of God from the world of human thought. That's communism, socialism. The detachment from him of the whole of man's earthly activity. Like we don't even want Jesus, God, part of our activity. It's like, get out. You know, I don't even want you. And then there are those that are uh, supposedly living their faith that go to church on Sunday. They kick God out for the rest of the week. It's like we just are going to come and pay you some homage on Sunday just in case you might exist. Fire insurance, you see. The rejection, uh, he says, the detachment from him of the whole of man's earthly activity. The rejection of God by man. In reality... The eternal salvation of man is only in God. Our salvation is only in God. Man's rejection of God, if it becomes definitive, leads logically to God's rejection of man to damnation. Logically. And he gives the verse Matthew seven twenty three ten thirty three. God's rejection of man to damnation, it leads logically to that. So if we reject God, then it's logical that he's going to be rejecting us. And so we send ourselves to hell. Can the mother, can the mother with all the force of the love that she fosters in the Holy Spirit, desires everyone's salvation, keep silence on what undermines the very basis of their salvation? No, she cannot, he has exclamation point. And so Mary cannot remain, remain silent. And that's why she has spoken in Fatima, in Quito, in Akita, in different places all over the world. So it says here, can she keep silent? No, she cannot. And so while the message of Our Lady of Fatima is a motherly one, it is a motherly one. It is also strong and decisive, Pope John Paul II says. It sounds severe. It sounds like John the Baptist speaking on the banks of the Jordan. It invites to repentance. Remember St. John the Baptist, repent. It gives a warning. It calls to prayer. It recommends the rosary, the powerful weapon of the rosary. I have it around uh, um, my cord. It recommends the rosary. The message is addressed to every human being. Our Lady of Fatima's message is addressed to every human being. Are we doing this, brothers and sisters? Are we, are we praying? Are we praying the rosary? Our Lady asked us to pray the rosary daily, but many of us are like, eh, eh. No, did she really? I don't know. She did. She asked us to pray the rosary, and there's a reason. It's the life of Christ that we meditate on. We don't say it mechanically. We enter into contemplation of the mysteries of Christ. And then he says, The love of the Savior's mother reaches every place touched by the work of salvation. Her care, her care extends to every individual of our time and to all the societies, nations, and peoples. 
societies menaced by apostasy, a complete turning away from the faith, threatened by moral degradation. Moral degradation, are we ever seeing that? The collapse of morality involves the collapse of societies. And this is what St. John Paul II said in Fatima. Were people hearing it? I don't know. Maybe some were, but the majority, unfortunately, have not heard this message. Now he talks about consecrating ourselves to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. What does this mean? Well, he goes on to say, now I would like to share with you that as missionaries of our Mother of the Eucharist, that's our desire, that's our mission to really tell you about this great um, wonderful gift that has been given to us that Saint uh, Pope John Paul II is trying to tell you as well. Consecrating yourselves to the Immaculate Heart of Mary is consecrating yourself to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. The two are one. And so what is consecration? And this is what he, he says, the meaning of consecration. On the cross, Christ said, woman, behold your son. Here's the cross. Woman, behold your son. Mary is holding the chalice that is and the precious blood of Jesus is pouring out. With these words, Jesus opened in a new way his mother's heart. With the words of woman, behold your son. That's us. That's not just St. John. She's, he, he, Jesus is, is giving Mary to all of us. So he opened in a new way by those words, the mother's heart. A little later, the Roman soldier's spear pierced the heart of Jesus. And so the, the side of the crucified Lord, that pierced heart became the sign of the redemption achieved through the death of the Lamb of God, Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. The immaculate heart of Mary opened with the words, her heart opened with the words, woman, behold, your son is spiritually united with the heart of her son opened by the soldier's spear. The two hearts are one. Mary's heart was opened by the same love for man and for the world with which Christ loved man and the world offering himself for them on the cross until the soldier's spear struck that blow. Consecrating the world to the Immaculate Heart of Mary means drawing near through the Mother's intercession to the very fountain of life, the very fountain of life that sprang from Golgotha. This fountain pours forth unceasingly redemption and grace. In it, Reparation is made continually for the sins of the world. It is a ceaseless source of new life and holiness. This reminds me of St. Faustina's, St. Faustina Kowalska's vision of Jesus with the two rays coming from his sacred heart, representing his blood, representing his blood and water flowing out to us in a torrent of grace and love. And you are familiar with the prayer, O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. These rays are living brothers and sisters. 
When you look upon the image, Jesus said for St. Faustina to make that image and those who looked upon it, he is distributing the rays of grace and love and mercy. I'll share with you a, a man that I know that had a stroke and it was um, at our church and I walked out and I went to go see how he was doing. It was in the middle of mass. Um, it wasn't during the consecration. <laughs> um, but I went out and I went to see how he was doing. And he was not doing very well at all. And it just came to me to, to say, Jesus, I trust in you. And I told him, I said, I held his hand and I said, Jesus is with you. And I want you to repeat in your mind, in your heart, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Well, the man began to weep. He began to weep from the depths of his heart. And then about a week later, his wife came to me and said, Sister, my husband told me that when you were praying that prayer, Jesus came to him and his heart was opened with the rays of his blood and his water flowing to my husband. And Jesus was calling to him. As I, as I was saying, Jesus, I trust in you, he was experiencing the heart of Jesus. And so this is so powerful, brothers and sisters. So consecrating, he, he goes on to say, Pope John Paul II, consecrating the world to the immaculate heart of the mother means returning beneath the cross of Jesus Christ. It means consecrating this world to the pierced heart of the Savior. <laughs> this is what John Paul, II, John Paul II is saying. When we consecrate to Mary, we're consecrating to Jesus as well. You're not taken away from Jesus. Bringing it back, it says, to the very source of its redemption. Mary being the co-redeemer, Jesus the redeemer. Redemption is always greater than man's sin and the sin of the world. Remember when the priest raises, this is the Lamb of God. This is him who takes away the sin of the world. Happy are those who are called to his supper. And so the power of the redemption, he goes on to say, is infinitely superior to the whole range of evil in man and the world. The heart of the mother is aware of this more than any other heart in the whole universe, he says, visible and invisible. She's aware of this. The power of the redemption is infinitely superior to the whole range of evil in man and the world. And the heart of Mary, the mother, is aware of this more than any other heart in the whole universe, visible and invisible. And so she calls us to accept her motherly help to return to the source of redemption. So brothers and sisters, true peace will come to us. True peace, as I was saying in the beginning, not this false peace, peace and security, no. Peace will come to us when we live out our consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and then in turn to her Son. If I had time, I would read to you the consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, but I'll let you do your homework. <laughs>
go to go to Google 33 Days to Morning Glory, look at the consecration, get the book. Total consecration, uh, Louis Marie de Montfort, he's the one that started it. <laughs> and then St. Maximilian Kolbe uh, did a consecration as well. So brothers and sisters, let us turn to Jesus and Mary for our true peace. Not just an absence of war, but a peace that no one can take away from us. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Out of the Blue. Visit us on our motheroftheeucharist.org to donate and for more information about our ministries. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by A few minutes each day can change your life during Lent. Ave Maria Press offers booklets for daily devotion, reflection, and more from such best-selling authors as Gary Zemak, Greg Kandra, Father Michael White, and Tom Corcoran, and so many more. Looking for Stations of the Cross booklets or books that are perfect for small groups? We have those too. Head over to AveMariaPress.com and use code LENT20 to get 20% off your order today. Looking for exceptional coffee delivered fresh to your door? We have the answer. Our friends at Grim Bean Coffee produce small batch artisan coffee using top tier coffee beans. The coffee is roasted when you order, guaranteeing the freshest coffee possible. Check out Breadbox Roasts, a new line of Catholic themed coffees available at www.grimbeancoffee.com forward slash Redbox Media. Experience coffee like never before.